Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. It is Friday morning. That means it's time for the weekend review preview conversation here on Top of the Morning. And joining us for the conversation, glad to welcome back asset allocation strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office, Danny Kessler. So Danny, thank you for dropping by. Looking forward to the conversation. Thank you for having me on again, Dan. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So, Danny, looking back on the macro calendar this week, it was relatively busy, namely yesterday, Thursday. So can you recap some of the more notable data releases for us? Indeed, Dan. So yesterday and actually today were the big days earmarked on most market participants' calendars for the week with uh, personal consumption consumption expenditure, uh, the, the Fed's preferred reading of inflation release yesterday. Uh, and the ISM, the, which stands for the Institute of Supply Management, um, that their surveys are set to release at 10 a.m. this morning. Um, that being said, we did also have data releases earlier in the week. Uh, most of the focus was on, on surveys. Uh, the, the Dallas Fed and the Richmond Fed surveys both came in quite a bit lower than expectations uh, and previous surveys, as, as well as the conference board surveys that came out earlier this week. So the theme of the data that, that most investors seem focused on uh, was was worries on growth. So first quarter GDP was revised down further than its initial reading to negative one and a half percent. And and with the PCE release yesterday, we also saw spending data come in below expectations and equity markets initially reacted quite negatively. Uh, So we actually believe that the data yesterday would be exactly in line with what the Fed is looking for uh, to get inflation down. So Headline PCE inflation came in at 0.6% month over month for an increase, while PC, uh, core PCE inflation um, came in at an increase of 0.3% month over month, both of those being a tick lower than, than what was expected. Um, so that brought year over year core inflation to 4.7%, which is actually the lowest level since November of last year. And then further, um, services spending is, is continuing to rise, but good spending is, is continuing to fall, actually. So in our view, this spending pattern is exactly what uh, the Fed is looking for and what gives them the best chance at bringing inflation down and then navigating to a soft landing. Well, Danny, thank you for recapping those data points. Now, just talking about market activity, as we know, 2022 largely has been quite volatile. And I think back to the prior week, investors did enjoy some upside momentum in the markets. However, this week, uh, we did yet again encounter some turbulence in the markets. So curious, Danny, what factors contributed to this week's volatility? That seems to be a recurring theme here, Dan. Uh, the VIX this week, the, the volatility index, uh, rose again to elevated levels this week at, at 29. Um, so if we, we look at what the S&P 500 did this week, it, it closed lower um, than the previous day every day this week. So Monday and Wednesday's moves were, were a bit more muted at uh, down 0.3% and down 0.1% respectively. Uh, but, but Tuesday's decline was another one of those outsized ones that, that falling 2%. Um, and yesterday, the index finished down 0.9%, but it right at the open dropped over 2% from the previous close. Um, so another week of declines. Uh, they were mainly driven by growth concerns, like I was mentioning before, uh, with infl- inflation expectations falling at the end of last week. Um, this may not be clear from the equity market moves, um, but the U.S. 10-year rate fell over 25 basis points from its high on, on Monday to 
to be below 3% again uh, today. So as we discussed, the survey data came in below expectations to start the week. And although we believe inflation data yesterday came in as the Fed would want to see, investors have likely shifted their attention away from inflation for the time being to the slowing spending numbers, um, equity markets moving quite negatively this week. The Atlanta Fed GDP now forecast is is, is below negative uh, 1% now. That's that's the lowest level since the pandemic. Uh, recession fears at the top are at the top of investors' minds. Um, and I'd like to note that a technical recession occurs with two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. So quarter the first quarter, we already had that coming in with a negative reading and then getting revised down even lower uh, this week. Um, and then so another such reading in the second quarter would technically put us into a recession. Um, that being said, it, it would be unlike one we had ever really seen. Cumulative job growth over these past two quarters has been over two and a half million. Uh, so that's really high, right? Uh, the National Bureau of Economic Research defines a recession as a period with broad-based and significant declines in economic growth. In our view, we're not really currently seeing broad-based declines in, in the economy. Um, however you want to classify the period we are in, there are definitely many that are feeling the pressure of higher inflation and real wages that are declining as wage growth struggles to keep up. So certainly a tough time to be moving through. So as we begin to close out this week and we look towards next week, I know markets here in the U.S. will be closed on Monday in observance of Independence Day. Though what will be taking place next week, Danny, that investors should be mindful of? So we have uh, another busy week of data releases in, in a shortened week, actually, Dan. So hopefully investors have recovered from any 4th of July celebrations. Uh, the focus will mainly be on the labor market, uh, which has remained resilient throughout all the turbulence this year. So Wednesday, we'll get the JOLTS job openings report, uh, as well as a release of the June Fed meeting minutes. Uh, Thursday, we get more jobs data with jobless claims, as well as the trade balance release. And then finally, Friday brings... You guessed it, more jobs data with non-farm payrolls, the unemployment rate, and the labor force participation rate, uh, all highlighting a host of labor market data. So a lot on the labor market. A lot of data points that could potentially be market moving. So thank you, Danny, for helping us to manage expectations for the week ahead. And thank you again for dropping by top of the morning for recapping the week that was. Very helpful context and looking forward to picking back up with our conversation again soon. Thank you again, Dan. Uh, Happy long weekend and happy Fourth of July to everyone. I hope everyone enjoys it. Likewise, Danny. Thank you. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 